0: party people well, welcome once again to the party of one podcast the actual play rpg podcast where the gaming table is always set for two i am your host as always jeff stormer and this week on the show we are celebrating american groundhog day with a game of cage of sand with the game's designer Luciella Scarlett cage of sand is a role-playing game about a time loop murder mystery it follows a single protagonist as they wake up in the same day again and again and again, and again, each day ending with a horrible, bloody catastrophe. The game is played through a series of tarot card prompts where you uh, flesh out the day, you find its bloody end, and then you restart the loop, coming to distinct revelations as you go. Uh, You play out what is happening, can it be stopped, what it would take to stop the time loop, and if the hero has what it takes to make it through to tomorrow. It is a game that is Horrifying and terrifying and so much fun and like just really, really cool and good and I loved it so, so much. I really can't wait for you to hear the game that we played and I really think that you should check out the game on Itch.io. You can find a link in the show notes. And with all that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Here we go. party people welcome once again to the party of one podcast, the actual play rpg podcast where the gaming table is always set for two this week on the show uh i'm jeff stormer and this week we're celebrating american ground i already did this didn't i already do this i feel like i already did this yeah i'm, I'm looking at the waveforms and I, I already i already did th- i already did this so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show Take it, past me. No, no, no. No. Uh, Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna. Something's happening. I'm just gonna hit play on this audio file that past me sent over. And we'll go from there. Take it audio recording of past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am very, very excited to be sitting down with Luciella Scarlett. Luciella, thanks so much for coming on Party of One.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, I'm really excited. I've been looking forward to this game all day. Um, so real quick at the top of the episode, why don't you tell our lovely listeners at home, uh, what we are playing this week as well as anything else you've
1: got going on that you might want them to know about. Thanks, Jeff. So today we'll be playing Cage of Sand, which is a time loop horror game played with tarot cards. Um, if you are interested in this game, you can find it on itch.io, um, And you can also find me on Twitter. In both of those cases, I'm Luciella E.S. That's L-U-C-I-E-L-L-A-E-S.
0: Hell yeah. So, uh, Cage of Sand, the game that we're playing this week. um, Suffice it to say, uh, you suggested that we play it, and I jumped at the opportunity because it is a game about one of my absolute uh, favorite tropes of all of the tropes, which is this is a game about time loops. Uh, and I am a noted lover of time loops. So I'm very excited to get into this game. Um so with that said, why don't we go ahead and dive in? Uh we'll introduce our characters and scenario and then we'll 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 play through some we'll play through some some familiar scenarios and hopefully solve a murder mystery here today. Excellent. Let me go ahead. Uh so I'm I'll go ahead and read our read the intro of the game and then we will uh introduce our characters. You wake with a disturbing sense of deja vu. You encounter strangers that you already seem to know. You sense that there's something important that you're forgetting. You can only hope that you'll remember this. Uh, This is a game about, like I said, this is a game about time loops. Uh, So why don't we introduce our character and scenario before playing through the first of our uh, many time loop uh, cycles
1: of play? Awesome. So... For this game, you can play Cage of Sand in a lot of different genres, um, but today our game is taking place in the modern world, um, in a game studio creating The Blood Moon Chronicles, Night of the Full Moon. Night of the Full Moon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think um, several people have probably said that's a bad idea for a game, or that's a bad name for a game, but um, Mm -hmm. thankfully the important people didn't listen to them.
0: Right, of course, because we don't want to, <laughs> we don't want to, we don't want to tamper the the creative vision of this game by changing things like the name at the last minute. Things like name and release date; these are things that are sacred to a game, and that's why, even though it is sort of the end of the year, even though you know we're kind of in crunch season, it's really a priority that we get this game uh, finalized before the holiday season.
1: We don't have any crunch at this company, Jeff. What are you talking about? You're right. You're
0: right. What am I saying? This is a a company that cares for its people. This is a company that
1: cares about work-life balance. Absolutely. That brings us to our protagonist, Babs Wilkinson, (laughs) um, a programmer in her late 20s. Um, She's working very hard. She loves her company. She loves our customers. uh, And she is really enthusiastic about the Blood Moon Chronicles Night of the Full Moon.
0: At least that's what she she says to her bosses. (laughs) (laughs) She's been at this for a very long time. Like, everybody in this company has been at this for a very long time, but, like, she's been a coder long enough that, like, she's just very, very tired in a way that... I person that speaks to me personally on a deep on a deep deep
2: level
1: yeah I think uh, it probably speaks to a lot of us at this point (laughs) depending on when this comes out Um, but uh, we have a cast of characters which we've um, Mm pre-generated similar to setting up our scene in advance Um, but we might meet them along the way um, and see uh, find out about all of these colorful characters
0: (laughs) yes yes indeed uh and so with that it is time to uh encounter our first time loop
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so bab wakes up uh from a nightmare that she can't remember um she jolts up out of bed um sweating and breathing heavily um and but it's already left. She can't remember exactly mm-hmm. what it was that she was dreaming about. Um, she looks around her room. Um, it's not a particularly large place. Um, mm-hmm. We'll say it's a um, one-bedroom apartment. Um, she's looking around in her bedroom. She's got room for her bed, uh, room for a makeshift bookshelf, Um room for her closet which is made up of milk cartons um, <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure uh, and um, why don't we say uh, so the first thing we need to describe is three things that um, Babs perceives when she awakens so um, I'll go first and say um, she falls out of bed <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, and lands on the floor, um, and just realizes that somehow or another she fell asleep like backwards. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm. like her pillows opposite her, like wh- near where her feet are. Um, I love that. Somehow she just turned around the night.
0: And, uh, I think, I think that she, uh, looks up and sees that uh she left the tv on overnight she's got like uh kind of a small tv it's uh she's got but it's it's turn it's on and it's playing uh let's say it's like a sci-fi action movie and there's like a shot of a like armor you know power armored sci-fi soldier or shol- uh, sh- i can't say words here uh, a like power armored sci-fi soldier Holding a gun and like kind of pointing it, not quite at the camera, and starting to unload with a machine gun, and it's this very kind of over the top action thing. And we kind of hear the the sort of staticky audio of that playing as as she sees that whatever whatever cable channels she left on overnight like is playing some sort of uh, ridiculous sci fi action movie.
1: <laughs> Great. Um, for the third thing, um. She dropped her handbag on the floor the previous night and the contents mm-hmm. have just spilled out everywhere. Um, mm. so the first thing that she needs to do before she does anything else is actually pick up her purse, um, pick up her wallet, uh, pick up all the little napkins that she pulled out, um, mm-hmm. that she saved from, um, cafes she visited, um, and just stuffs her bag again. <laughs>
0: Okay one one how dare you uh, I feel I, I did not I did not come to this recording today to be called out about collecting napkins
1: uh, It's saving this, paper it's fine I do it I,
0: All right good as long as I, I just I all right I, thank you I appreciate then I appreciate being seen in this moment um, yeah so that's our that's our opening morning uh, TV is on she's on the floor uh, napkins and, and cards. Uh, a sandwich card that has eight punches on it. If she gets two more, she gets a free sandwich. Um, uh, these, this is her morning routine, right? This is, this is her, this is, this is the thing that she does. We see her go through this. Um, and that brings us through, uh, through act one, which brings us into act two, where she's going to go through her day and meet our other characters. And I should note a brief note about mechanics. We are drawing tarot cards and each card corresponds to a, a, a an interaction or a detail or something that we're interacting with that's going to guide us through each loop of this particular story.
1: Yep. So the first character that Babs meets um, when she goes into work is Violet. Um, so, Jeff, would you like to tell us about the interaction that um, – That Babs has with Violet in the morning. It's just a minor interaction, something that in the first instance at least doesn't seem particularly important. Um, Mm -hmm. We might come back to it later, but in in this instance, it doesn't seem particularly strange or out of place.
0: Yeah. So uh, the prompt card that we've drawn for this interaction is temperance. Um, And uh, temperance is about balance and moderation and avoiding extremes, and most importantly, patience. So I think what has happened is, uh, I think, I'm, I think knowing who Violet is, we talked about, uh, Violet's character a little bit beforehand. I think what it is, is, uh, Violet, they are in the lobby of this studio as, uh, as Babs pulls in, right? Like Babs is, I think running just a few minutes late. I think Babs uh, sees Violet in the lobby kind of, like, pacing back and forth, you know, head in their hands, kind of, like, mumbling a little bit, and Babs kind of has to put a hand on their shoulder and be like, be like, don't, nothing, nothing major yet, we're still putting the union together, like, you've got this, Uh, I, you're, you're, you're doing this for all of us, and has to give Violet a little bit of a pep talk to reassure them that, uh, there's still time that this is a longer game that Violet is putting together as the sort of person that is uh, leading the initiative to form, to form this, this, this union among the coders.
1: Excellent. Next minor interaction um, is with John, <laughs> um, who we decided was the CEO of our little game company. Mm-hmm. Um, who's saying different things to the media and than he is to mm-hmm. his employees. Um, but um, the next thing that happens um, – so, Babs is a little bit late this morning. Um, yep. And there's no worse time to be late than when you run, run into your, your like, two-up, three-up manager. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. So, John um, gives Bab a little sort of gentle talking to. Um, he's not particularly open with it, but she definitely gets the impression that she's in trouble for being late. <laughs> um, yeah uh and he gives her a bit of a talk about uh you know this game is so important all of our customers are counting on us um and we're almost there it's just a little bit more work and then we can all have a wonderful break um and just let the customers play the game
0: i love it i love it i hate it and i love it (laughs) and so our last interaction is with sonya uh, remind me who Sonia is. Uh, Sonia is
1: was... our head of marketing? Yes, head of marketing.
0: Okay, yeah, so Sonia is, uh, Sonia is head of marketing at our game studio, and, uh, I think the last interaction is, you know, Babs is, Babs is uh, slinking to her desk, and uh, just as, as over her shoulder she hears, uh, Sonia saying to several other people in suits it's not look it's it's fun like you know the game whether the game is done the game is done but that doesn't mean that people have to be giving up giving up their livelihoods and like you know i the way i see it where i came from i mean you know we can spin a we can spin a 3 month delay that's not a problem like you know you you ask me you ask me to, to to do an interview and say that we're pushing the game back a few a few months we we still get out before convention season it'll be fine you i i i don't see the big deal here and she hears uh sonya giving this sort of this sort of pep talk about like why it's okay to delay the release of this game mm. Babs definitely pauses to notice that no one looks impressed by this, (laughs) this, uh, this Mm. speech.
1: Mm. Okay. And then we get into our major interactions. Um, actually just had Sonia, so I might select a different character. Uh, Lily, um, Lily is the games writer, a celebrity writer. Um, who's the driving force behind the blood moon chronicles um and Ralph Wr- pers- wrote
0: all 26 uh, installments of the blood moon chronicles <laughs> series
1: Yeah, yeah. For some reason still hasn't been canceled, still going strong. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, you know, you know, they people people keep showing up.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, since this is our first major interaction, um, I've drawn the prompt, Three of Swords. Um, since that's a swords card, the character makes an unreasonable request for help. Hmm. Um, I think what it is, is... Babs has just gotten down, um, gotten to her desk, settled in for the day after getting a bit of a gentle but still threatening talking to from the Mm -hmm. boss, um, overheard um, Sonia attempting to push back the release date. Um, And then Lily comes up and Lily is all smiles and sunshine. Um, And Lily wants to go out for a coffee. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And... Whenever you go out for a coffee with Lily, that coffee tends to take a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Babs really doesn't have the time or the energy for that. Um, but at the same time, like, Lily is one of the nice people in this office, one of the few nice yeah. people. <laughs> um,
0: so Actually knows, knows Babs' name.
1: Yeah. She doesn't
0: have to, but, like, knows Babs by name-
1: yeah yeah and i think there's a lot of churn as well and lily's Mm -hmm. bullet sort of been around for forever well for all 26 previous installments um so yeah she goes out for coffee with lily and the coffee takes two hours (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. and and as nice as as nice as uh as lily is two hours of that is her talking right like
2: yep (laughs) <laughs> definitely
0: she's, she's nice but it's definitely she'll she'll just she you know it, she gets going there's no there's no stopping her like there's no getting a word in edgewise and it's all very friendly it's not like she doesn't care but like she's gonna do 85 percent of that talking because and because it's uh, every every question is like is keys into her her having just a really wonderful story and admittedly they're pretty funny stories like her stories are pretty good.
1: Yeah, but it's a bit hard when I think, like, our protagonist has not been sleeping so well. Um, yeah. And she's just kind of nodding a bit, like, yeah, yeah, that's that's great. <laughs>
0: hmm Mm. So our next card, our, ne- our other major interaction for the day is with Maddie, who is another one of our coders. And this is the four, and the prompt card is the Four of Cups, which is that uh, Babs learned something about... Another relationship that uh that Maddie has. And I think um I think what happens is uh Babs comes back and uh because I think this is a fun dynamic. Um what did we say, what did we say our 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 enthusiastic intern or enthusiastic young coder's name was?
1: Um Enthusiastic young coder was Ty. (laughs) Ty. I think uh, Maddie,
0: she is sitting with Ty and the two of them and like the two of them have their laptops open at one of the little workstations and they're plugging away. And uh, Maddie is talking Ty's ear off. Uh, Ty is very young, right? Like very wet behind the ears Uh, Big smile on his face. Uh, They are just beaming with energy. And Maddie is unloading on Ty every gossipy secret, every like, that person's going to stab you in the back. Give it six (laughs) months, almost to the day, they're going to stab you in the back. And Babs just kind of hovers there and listens to all of the terrible terrible secrets that that Maddie is unloading on Ty half of which are true and half of which are just Maddie's gut feelings of oh yeah that person stealing i i can't prove it definitely stealing <laughs> uh like if if John asks you if John asks you to take a walk to the smoothie thing you're fired you may just pack <laughs> up your things before you before you meet him and for the walk as you're out you're already out of the office <laughs>
1: Right. Okay. So, then we get to our inciting event. Um, So, this is one of the details that's the same in every loop. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of things change every loop. This one is always the same, unless we decide otherwise. So, um, I've drawn the ten of wands. Um, So, wands is a letter or phone call. Um, And this is the event that happens before... A whole heap of other stuff
2: happens.
1: (laughs) So, um, hmm. What do we want to say for this?
0: I, I have a pitch. Go for it. Uh, it involves one of our other characters that we've created. Yeah. Um, I think that Babs gets a call and I think this might change a little bit of, of what we've kind of, we'd said off mic about this character, but it also might not. We'll see. I think she gets a call from, uh, uh, from a from a, a man named Max. Max is the head of a competing game studio, uh, and 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 what is the the call is very simply like, Babs, we like the 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 position is yours, right? Like this this comes with a raise. This comes with you know this. You're you're no longer part of a team. We want you leading a team. Like you've got the experience, basically. Max is is offering her a job and full-on trying to to poach her to lead a team as opposed to just being one of the team.
1: Mm, yeah, I like it. Um I think she doesn't answer him at the moment. She says, I'll think about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um But as she's thinking about it, um yeah, so I mean, Babs is having a relatively normal day. I mean, two hour coffee, um strange nightmares notwithstanding. Um uh but that afternoon, um she heads into a team meeting and she gets there slightly early, I'm going to say. Um and she finds three corpses in the room. So, this mm. is phase three of Cage of Sand, where we start finding some murders uh, we don 't mm. know why they happen um, as players we don 't know uh, why it 's happening as characters we don 't know why it's happening uh, we 'll figure that out later um, but i 've drawn the prompt card seven of Pentacles, so something has been stolen from or left with the victim, and our three victims are Sharon. these
0: are These are interesting draws these yeah. are very interesting. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so we've got Sharon who is the marketing um manager. Um sorry, what, uh, no, is Sharon, that, Sharon? Is Sharon No Sharon was no, Sharon um, is
0: is Babs's direct boss. Right. Who is yep. Trying to oversee the coding department.
1: Yeah. So Sharon is Babs's boss. Max is the is the person who just finished calling um yep. Babs to discuss this new job offer. And Violet is the Coda, who was trying to form a union um and what was left there
0: um we've drawn a pentacles which is something is stolen or left
1: with the victim Mm, yeah um i'm gonna say that uh max's phone is missing
2: so um
1: the person who was just trying to call well um, either he just called her and then something happened to his phone or mm-hmm. someone else called her or something. Cause his, his phone is gone. Um, yeah,
0: his phone is nowhere to and be you found.
1: can tell that because like his belongings, like his pockets have been turned out. Um, mm-hmm. uh, someone was looking for something. Um, and the others as well, like, um, Sharon's purse has been rifled through and it's just scattered across the floor. Um. But you can tell that the thing that's missing here is Max's phone.
0: Yeah. And then the and then that thing, that brings us into that brings us into the revelation.
1: I uh, know. So we have we have oh. uh, three more murders left to go. Oh, we have three more murders. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's kill some more people. Let's kill some more people. Uh, so we got Sonia now. Who she was the marketing manager. I was getting mixed. Sonia's the head of marketing. Yeah. Uh, And then we've got Lily as well, who was the writer. Yep. Yep. Uh, And your prompt card was Five of Pentacles. Um, So that's another one where something has been stolen from or left with the victim. You can either say it's similar to what I said or it's something totally different.
0: Uh, I think it's something totally different. Um, I think that it's got to be... It's gotta be Lily's notebook. Lily's notebook of game ideas is missing. Mm. And I think you know that because like it's kept in a messenger bag kind of on its own, right? Like it's 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 Lily's kind of writer's quirk is like is like she's got this big honking notebook that she keeps in a messenger bag exclusively for this notebook, and the whole messenger bag is missing.
2: Mm. Yep.
0: And we got a shot earlier when they were getting coffee together of Lily talking a lot about this, this of like, of like, you know how the president uh, keeps, keeps the, keeps, keeps the football chick like handcuffed to his wrist? I keep my messenger bag on me at all times because like, (laughs) Mm. you know, this is my, this is every, this is my career.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Last one. My turn. Okay. So... Babs is, yeah, just sort of reeling from this scene. So she's gone into one meeting room, found these corpses. Um, she's head off where did she find the other two? Just before I
0: uh she finds them. I think she runs she runs to the CEO's office and finds them and finds them in the CEO's office, and the CEO is nowhere to be seen.
1: Mm. Right, okay. So Ty as well. Um I am going to say that, like, Babs is just running through the office at this point, like, um, mm-hmm. frantic, um, trying to find someone to, like, help and also, like, um, well, obviously she's about to p- call the police, but the first thing is, like, um, everyone else is in danger. So, mm-hmm. she's trying to, like, yell and get everyone to leave um, and then she notices that someone is missing, that someone mm. is Thai and... Um, and um, she's just who's, – who's the new person in the office, very enthusiastic, hasn't seen anything particularly bad yet. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's like a, a new person probably to the whole games industry. Um, mm-hmm. And as she's running through the office trying to find him, she can't. Um, and she looks under his desk and um, – And, well, she sees something, like she sees something and it drives her to look under his desk. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's just been shoved uh, under there Um, and blood is just everywhere under this desk, Mm -hmm. like coating under uh, the tables everywhere. Um, But... The reason why she didn't immediately sort of see that when she was walking by is that he's been cut into pieces and those pieces have just been shoved behind a box.
0: Oh, that's awful.
1: That's awful. And that's why I like it. (laughs) Because
0: I'm all about it. I'm all about it. This is me. This is me verbally tapping the O card and saying I'm all about it.
1: Excellent. So then we get into this transition phase. Um, so, uh, Jeff, I'd like you to describe what's the last thing that Babs notices or perceives before the end of the time loop.
0: Um, the last thing that she sees is she tears through back through the office. She gets out. Uh, she gets outside she collapses like she's got her phone in her hand she's trying to dial a number and she she dials the number and she puts the phone to her ear and then and then it's 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 hard it's smash cut to black like uh, the, the, the prompt card is the 5 of swords which is loss and defeat and specifically a Pyrrhic victory so i like the idea that like she gets out she starts to call for help but she's unable to do it before before something something cuts her down
2: mm
1: Okay, and then I get the uh, chance to describe what's the first thing the rest of the world perceives. Um, Hmm. I've drawn a really interesting card for this, which is strength. Yeah, very interesting, very interesting. (laughs) Compassion, gentleness, inner strength, uh, resolve and courage. How does that relate to this murder scene? Um, Hmm. I'm going to say that the first thing that the rest of the world hears of something being off is an announcement that the game release has been delayed. Um, Mm. And it's been delayed for the purpose of helping out the devs so they have a bit more time to actually um, finish the game without crunch. Yeah. Um, So that's the first thing the world sees. Um, But the reality is at the end of this loop, everyone is dead. Mm-hmm. All of those characters that we have set up in, are dead at the end. Of this time loop. Um.
0: I there's 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 a really like horrible morbid montage of whoever the new head of marketing is, like delivering this speech in a video, and like being like talking through like you know we are a company that cares about people first and foremost, and we wanted to give this. Give this game time and give our give our people time to live and like it's just like the cameras following through the office as like we're seeing all of the the death and destruction and carnage of like it's it's very specifically just like a manager giving them this this talk into a video and and completely over like ignoring re- neglecting to mention all of this <laughs> that has happened here.
1: Mm, yeah. Then we get into phase four. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, this is the stage where we start to try and figure out what's going on. Um, before then Mm -hmm. though, um, are we okay with how we're going so far? Are there any, any issues or anything we want to take out?
0: No, I feel good. I'm feeling good. Yep. Awesome.
1: Um, so, uh, we've got a set of questions here that we can try and answer or you can just sort of come up with anything that like stood out as a little bit strange, um, even if we don't know what's going on and this is the things that we as players know but babs as the character does not mm-hmm. um so
0: i i immediately have a quite have a have a response to one of these that i want to throw out um i think one of the revelations that we have or uh, that, that that like i've had it with the scene that we've watched unfold is i think like in the list of I think in the list of things that Maddie was telling to Ty, I think that we see one of that, like we, we see a moment in that list. Maddie has told Ty something that she couldn't possibly know mm. about like that, that day in a way that implies that she un- see has, has been through this before.
1: Right. Like okay. she,
0: she pointed out, she's like, oh yeah, uh, that person, uh, she, like, points at, like, the, at, like, the uh, one of the, member of the revenue team and is, like, uh, that person's cheating on their taxes. But, like, it, but, like, it doesn't, that, that, like, isn't something that, that, that she would have any way of knowing without, it, it and it's, like, little minor details like that that she couldn't possibly, like, know on her own. I think she's aware of the time, loop.
1: I like it. Yeah. That's really great. I think, um. I really liked that we went straight from that scene where, um, Babs is getting this call from Max over into mm-hmm. the scene where Max, for whatever reason, is in a meeting room, um, mm-hmm. with, um, uh, with Babs's manager and with, um, Violet. So I'm going to say, um, hmm, um, what does that mean? Um, I think that Max's company has acquired this company.
2: <laughs>
0: Ooh, see, I, I love that, and I also have a bond that I want to throw out
2: mm. Go to for
0: really it. like to really complicate things, and also just it feels like an opportunity. It feels like it takes Max in a vastly different direction that I think is fascinating. If Max is is if Max is pro like pro is is pro Lily's union or not Lily's union is pro uh Violet's union like if 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 Max knows that Violet is organizing and like isn't is is willing to to negotiate mm. which is like why they why they are specific why they were specifically together i think it's less so that that Max approves of it and more that that Max is at least willing to play ball you know what i mean like Max is at least willing to To negotiate. Mm. Even if it's out of a sense of self-preservation, like, Max is at least willing to- to hear that out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Sharon was- yeah, Sharon was the, um, manager. So Max and Sharon were negotiating. Yeah. Um, Violet when this happens. Mmm. And then someone else entered the room. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, do we want to describe anything else yet or is that enough for our first loop?
0: I think that's enough for our first loop. I've got some I've got some things building that I think I think but I wanna I wanna see how at least another loop or two plays out.
1: Yeah, great. In which case we go right back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Just give that a moment to load.
0: So uh Babs wakes up with a strong sense of déjà vu. Uh, we first thing we do is we decide which memory of the previous loop haunts them. What, what thing? What thing is stuck in her head?
1: Uh, whose turn is it? I lost track. Um,
0: let's see. You started the last turn. You started the last uh, part, phase one. So why don't I throw out the first detail for this one?
1: Sure, go for it. Uh gosh.
0: What do I think the thing is that sticks in her head? Um, I think the thing that sticks in her head is droplets of blood leading towards Ty's desk. She gets, there's just that visual of like blood on the floor towards Ty's desk is like blazed in her head, in her, in her mind's eye.
1: Nice. I mean, not nice, but I like it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. Okay. Um.
0: And so, uh, what I will ask you is because this is loop two, uh, we have one tally mark. We've completed one loop. What one unremarkable uh, element of Babs's surrounding morning activity seems either strangely repetitive or strangely out of place?
1: Um, I think it's her purse because, like, she just un- she just packed this just the previous mm-hmm. day um but for some reason like she wakes up falls out of bed again um and sees her purse and the contents just scattered everywhere napkins on the floor um has Mm. to pick up her wallet all of that stuff and um yeah she has this brief moment where she thinks wait didn't this just happen yesterday i love it Mm.
0: all right and that brings us to our minor interactions
1: great uh your turn
0: so we've drawn maddie and we've got uh the the prompt is queen of swords which is independence judgment direct communication um it's got to be ominous right it's got to be it's got to be ominous given the revelation uh and direct communication um i think that i think uh i think babs gets in a little late you know uh is chided is chided by, by John walks by Ty, walks by Ty and Maddie and Maddie looks up and is like, I think she says something like, uh, try to be, try to be a little quicker this time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, that's all she says.
1: <laughs> a little quicker. And then I think uh, Babs is like, you mean next time? <laughs> and Maddie's just like, ignores her pretends uh, Doesn't she say, anything. say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, okay. yeah i love that <laughs> right um so i have violet um and the five of wands hmm um violet is in a bad mood this morning mm-hmm. for some reason you don't know why it's probably got yeah um it's probably got nothing to do with babs um but uh, they're in a really bad mood. Um yep. and I think um like uh Babs is getting to her desk and Violet's um just like snaps at her and it's like, um uh do I have to do everything in this place? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. which is out of character uh, for Violet, yeah. very out of character. Um but yeah, it's just this sudden interaction that I like that. Yep.
0: And so, uh, we've drawn, uh, Margie, who is, uh, Babs's partner, and, uh, the star. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good, uh, interaction. That's a good interaction, because I think what has happened is, uh, Babs finally sits at her desk and opens her laptop for, like, at least a few, like, uh, for a few minutes before, uh, before Lily shows up, opens the laptop and sees that, like, um confirmate it's specifically a confirmation from like a a meal delivery service
1: ah oh, that's lovely
0: that's like uh Margie has bought has bought her lunch
1: oh what'd she get for lunch
0: <laughs> um she got uh she got partially because I have I have it on I literally have it on the way at this moment uh she got uh she got burritos
1: Burritos, I like it. <laughs>
0: huh. on, an unre- on an unrelated note, I may have to step away for about two to five for about two to five minutes <laughs> in about twenty five minutes. <laughs> Just That's enough fine. time to go grab the grab the food <laughs> and bring it back. Uh, this is also my note that this is a heavily edited podcast. We can cut out whatever we want to cut out. Um, <laughs> all right, what's our next interaction?
1: Cool. Um, all right. So, uh, we're in the major interactions now. Um All So, right. I have Ty, uh, which is our enthusiastic newbie, uh, and I have the six of pentacles. So, pentacles is the character gives your avatar a gift or your avatar gives them a gift. Um, hmm. Hmm. I'm going to say that since Babs didn't need to buy her own lunch this time, uh, she actually buys Thai lunch. Cause, I like that. Um, Ty, um, I mean, he's he's always been a very enthusiastic employee. He's looking a little bit down um, today, mm-hmm. so I think, yeah, Babs, um, uh, yeah, just buys uh, buys Ty some lunch. Um, I don't know if she can add videos th- onto the order or just buy something else, but um, yeah, I th-
0: I think that I, I think adding to the major interaction of it. Uh, something pops into into Babs's head. She can't quite pinpoint what it is, but like, she takes Ty out for lunch. Like, like,
2: yeah, Ty's yeah. like, well,
0: I could, I could just get something from the commissary or from like. But she's like, let's go out. Like, I think that she she takes uh Ty out just as Lily kind of walks in the room. <clears throat> mm. Just as Lily walks in to look around to see who's there, she kind of we see her walk out with Ty as she takes tie out for lunch today
1: yeah yeah i like that yeah i think like babs just has a sudden sort of flash of that image from Mm a nightmare i think yeah "Yeah, i'm gonna doesn't remember exactly what happens but thinks yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna be a bit nicer to tie today yeah (laughs) yeah
0: interesting our other interaction our other interaction is uh with max and the the prompt is the hermit um I think that, uh, I think that, uh, she and Ty get onto, I think their, their office is maybe on, like, the, the, the fifth floor or something, like, so they get on the elevator, and Max gets on with them. hmm And sh- this is when Babs realizes, like, this is, this is when, uh, Babs in this loop realizes that Max is in the building. Mm-hmm. And, and Max kind of, like, as, as as she gets off the elevator, they're about to walk in different directions, and Max kind of, like, kind of smiles at her and just says, like, make sure your phone's on.
1: Okay. <laughs> mm. So that then takes us to our inciting event again. So Babs, I guess, goes back to her desk after a while and mm-hmm. um, gets a call from Max, again, promising that position um do you think anything is different about it this time or is it basically the exact same message i think it's
0: it's it's i think it's a similar i think it's the same message but i think we as we as sort of the the viewer hear it differently mm. where it's 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 rather than it being it, it's now it we hear that we hear that the language is less of a job offer and more of a like like on this new team, you are going to be leading the team. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so it's more sort of directing. Um. Yeah, it's more
0: sort of because we know that now Now that we know that he's uh, acquired this company, like it's less of we're trying to steal you away and more this is what's going to happen. We are moving you.
1: Mm, okay, but he doesn't outright say that. Um, yeah it's it's still it's still like
0: it's Hmm. still the position is yours like we're excited we're excited to to offer you this opportunity but it's we we're now hearing that language is is less of a like this is a job offer and more of a this is this is less of a a competitor offering you a job offer and more of a manager offering you a promotion
2: Mm.
1: yeah yeah Mm. so babs is still probably quite confused by that (laughs) Mm -hmm. um Cool. Uh, now oh, I've forgotten again whose turn it is. Uh,
0: I think this is, uh, your turn.
1: Okay. Alright. Uh, Derek, Margie, and L- L- Lily. It was Derek?
0: Derek is, uh, a, oh, a, journal- a game's journalist.
1: Uh, right. Uh, oops. And Lily was the games writer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, we have Derek, um, who is this over-enthusiastic games journalist. We have Margie, who is the partner um, of Babs. Um, we have Lily, who is our games writer slash office celebrity. Um, hmm. We're Cups. Another character reacts strangely to the murder. I like it. Okay. Okay. So again, I mean Babs is just sort of walking through the office um a little bit dazed from that phone call um but she heads off to a team meeting a little bit early um goes to that same meeting room. I think maybe like pauses for a moment before she opens the door, like has this strange sense that something is wrong and she doesn't want to mm-hmm. open that door. But she heads in. Uh and she sees three corpses um, she sees Derek the journalist she sees Margie her partner who Margie has no reason to be in this office yeah. um, I mean Margie just bought lunch for Bab. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Babs is aware Margie's got her own job should not be here um, and then we've got Lily as well um, and the prompt is another character reacts strangely to the murder so I think as Babs is sort of standing there taking in this scene um Maggie appears, um, sorry, Maddie appears over her shoulder um and sees this scene um and just says, This isn't right. Um, something's gone wrong. hmm Um, which I mean that's that's a fair assessment when you walk in on a murder scene, but yep. it's a little bit too calm, like. That is not reacting to the murder itself Um, it's just like they were expecting a murder but not this murder
0: (laughs) yeah 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 I love that Uh,
1: your turn so you have one's cause of death or the identity of the victim is hidden and you have Max and John (laughs) so John and Max
0: are dead together I think this one, this one is in John's office, right? Mm. Like, I think, I think, um, I think Babs, without even realizing it, runs the same loop as last time. Mm. Kind of without even realizing it, she follows the same time loop as before. And this time um, she gets to, she gets to John's office and it's the time of cause of death of the vic the time co- time the time cause of death or identity of the victims is hidden. Um I think this time she gets in and John and Max are sitting uh John's behind his desk and Max is sitting in the chair like is in front of the desk John is behind it and they're sitting perfectly like upright as though they're in a meeting together and they're like and 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 Babs doesn't realize at first that they are uh, that they're dead. Mm. And in fact, there's no uh, signs of injury. If they were like there's no there's no blood there's no it is it it, it would be it's it, she doesn't realize it until she like comes up to someone and does the kind of hand in front of the face touches the throat realizes there's no breathing and then completely freaks out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like it. Mm, okay. So she completely freaks out. Um and so if we're following this same order as last time, Babs runs into mm-hmm. the office, tries to encourage everyone to leave. Um and again there's one person missing. Um this time I draw on the prompt Oh, it's also once. Time or cause of death or the identity of the victim is hidden. Um so this is Violet. hmm I'm gonna say um Violet is missing from the office. Um uh, mm-hmm. but when Babs tries to ask around and figure out where they are, um no one has seen them since early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So they've been missing for a while. Um and eventually um I'm going to say, so Babs runs outside as before trying to call for help um, and she sees a body um, in the garden um, mm. and Violet is lying there. It's not clear how long she's been uh, – sorry, it's not clear how long they've been there or how long they've been dead Um I mean, someone, it's not right in the open, but someone still should Mm -hmm. have noticed this if there'd been a body lying around, but um, like her body is, sorry, their body is cold. um, Mm -hmm. And it seems like um, also like the blood, it doesn't seem like there's as much blood as there should be. Yeah. So that then brings us to the transition uh, phase Mm -hmm. where we say, what's the last thing that, Uh, Babs perceives is it the same as before or is there anything different
2: hmm hmm
0: I think there is something different I think there's something different and I think as we head into our third loop I think this is this is an important detail I think she sees Ty walking into the office with like a takeout bag hmm and like it's the last thing that she sees. Uh, she sees maybe like yeah, she sees Ty, and Ty maybe points points over her shoulder and, and starts to scream, and then it goes, and then it goes dark. Mm. But like she sees that Ty is 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 he like was was not in the same place.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Great. Um, curtain rise. So. I'm going to say um, the same thing occurs in – so the first thing the rest of the world sees is the game has been delayed and there's this beautiful Mm -hmm. video from the marketing manager explaining why it's so important that they need to delay it both to prevent any bugs and also for the health of their staff. Really lovely message. Meanwhile, everyone's dead. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say the only thing that's sort of different this time is that the outside world catches on a little bit sooner that mm. something's wrong. Because um, there's a body left outside for starters. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Right. Okay. Um, quick one. How are we going for time? I forget when we started. Um, I, think we've got, okay? like, I
0: think we've got, uh, we're just under an hour. So we've got oh, two more great. leaps in us, I think.
1: No, that's good. We're cruising. <laughs> good stuff. Okay. Uh, revelations. So, um, hmm. We've got a lot of mysteries. I don't know if I have as many answers.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure. I do know the answer. It's, I, I feel like we've set it up that, that I think stopping or finding, finding and stopping whoever is responsible for the murder will stop the time loop.
1: Right. Okay.
0: And I think, uh, the other revelation that I have ties into that which ties into uh Maddie being aware of the time loop Maddie coming in and saying like this isn't right implies that that she not only knows of the time loop she knows that that's how you stop the time loop
2: mm
1: yeah yeah um
0: because she was actively trying to to, to solve something which implies that uh, and and it was tied to the murders, so it implies that I think that like she knows that that's how you how you beat this thing.
1: Yeah, um, I'm going to say as well. Um, if you don't like this, let me know. But I think Maddie is responsible for the second because what happened? We had three murders that Maddie reacted and mm-hmm. said, "This isn't right. This is wrong," and then we had both Max and John died. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say Maddie is responsible for those murders somehow. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Mm.
0: It also explains why those murders were different. Yeah. That feels really good.
1: Mm. Okay. Um, do we want to decide anything else?
0: Um... I almost want to – I'm going to leave it on the table for now because we might reach a moment where the answer changes. But for now, my gut says uh, that we might never know what's responsible for the time loop. Mm. But, like, I but like I don't want to necessarily make that definitive yet.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to say as well, I think Maddie doesn't necessarily know. So
2: I th- she knows I, I, something's I wrong, yeah. but
1: she doesn't necessarily know how the time loop's happening. Maybe, maybe she's tried to stop it in the past and she – Hasn't been able to for some reason. I like reason. that. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, change it. Mm, okay. We've got Ty. I wonder if there's something with Ty. Um, well, maybe we'll leave that for the future. What do you reckon?
0: Ooh, uh, Ty knows who the murderer is.
1: Mm, okay.
0: And 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 because Ty saw it over Babs's shoulder. Which means that the next day, Ty, even if he does, even if he, uh, even if he doesn't know that the time loop's happening, has that visual in his head.
1: Wait, when did he? When did he see? Uh, they
0: pointed the last thing that the last thing that Babs saw in the in the second loop oh. was Ty walking in, and then pointed over pointed over her shoulder. So they they saw whoever right. was whoever struck down Babs. Yeah. Even if they don't remember it, like he definitely saw something happen and he and like it's that it's that it's it in the same way that babs has that visual of uh like the blood on the floor i think ty does not realize that they're in a time loop but he does have that visual stuck in stuck yeah. in their head.
1: yeah i like that awesome so we might ba- go back to the beginning then unless yep. you had anything else to add
0: i think that's i think that's i think it's time for a restart right sorry
1: that's my computer
0: being slow so, uh you're gonna take the first action and tell us uh this is not the first loop, so you're gonna tell us what uh, vague memory of the previous loop haunts them actually no, this is the third this is the third loop, so we're gonna change our morning routine
1: mm, yep, so this loop is a little bit different because I think at this time, Babs is starting to remember things, yeah um, at least starting to have stronger deja vu so mm-hmm. um. So, we still do the same things to begin with, but then we figure out what what mm-hmm. sort of memories that triggers. Um, I like that. Cool. Okay. So, I'm going to say that um, she wakes up and the image that sticks in her head is the image of Ty pointing over her shoulder hmm. at something. She doesn't know what, but just that image of him pointing.
0: I think the mundane detail that is stuck in her head and and it almost, I'm going to say this is maybe the light bulb moment and it's a very silly light bulb moment, but I kind of love it as the light bulb moment is she is like picking up her, she's picking up her stuff and she just kind of whispers like a second in advance, a second in advance over your shoulder. And then she, and then she looks at the TV and realizes that like she's not only it's not only that visual stuck in her head, but it's a line that the character says and she's memorized it despite having never seen this movie before.
2: Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just
0: it's in the back of her head, like that line of like over your shoulder and then like an alien, you know, a xenomorph a sword arm punctures this soul, this soldier's chest, but like knows the line, right? Like it's it's buried in her head.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah, that would be enough to like trigger the memory. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, at this point, so we get to decide, um, does, uh, is it one or more of the revelations? Is it full or partial memories of a previous loop? Is it awareness that time is repeating es- itself? Is it a mixture? Um, I think, well, at, at minimum, I think the first thing that she remembers is just Ty pointing over her shoulder and she, mm-hmm. Realizes from that that time that this has all happened for it. It wasn't just a memory. Uh, sorry, it wasn't just a nightmare. It's a memory of something that um, has happened, or more of the point, will happen.
0: And I think the other part of that is that with that comes the knowledge that, like, maybe, like you know, like I think it. I I think there's the, the like. It's not even so. It's not a, as much a knowledge as it is like a hope or a thought or like a possibility. Mm. That Ty remembers something.
1: Yeah, um, Ty. Well, Ty might remember something. Is what uh, I think she. Yeah. Ty might she's, remember. She,
0: it's 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 that it's that feeling of like maybe
1: mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I like I like this. I think um, I think she still doesn't remember exactly what happens, but she remembers enough. Um, mm-hmm. Like she's remembered. She remembers that people are going to die, Um, Mm -hmm. is another thing that we'll say. Um, So, with that in mind, um, here's where the game gets a bit more freeform, is that Mm -hmm. we don't necessarily need to follow the pattern anymore. Um, We can if we want, or we can say that Babs wants to actually try and figure out what's going on. Um,
0: So, I have two immediate suggestions, because – uh the, the text of the game is how this describes this changes the avatar's actions or the rules of the game. Yeah. I'd love to suggest two immediate uh changes to the rules. Mm. One is uh I would like to definitively save one character. Yep. And two, I would like to change how the interactions phase works a little bit.
1: Sure. Okay. So I wanna
0: say Margie I wanna say Margie is safe. I think that I think Babs uh the way that, that Babs's actions change is that uh bab's like calls to margie and is like do not come near my office like you like mm. and like there's just something in her voice that margie's like uh, okay yeah i'll stay i'll stay <laughs> home like i was going to i was surprising you with burritos but like i'll just stay home like and bab's just <laughs> like i promise like i promise if i get home tonight like i will treat you to you know i will i, I will we'll stop buy you by all that the burritos <laughs> yeah And, and so, uh, I think Margie is safe and I think what I'd like the interactions phase to be yep, is, uh, I think I want to meet several characters that aren't the murderer as we slowly kind of whittle down who the murderer is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, um, it would make sense for Babs to meet with Ty or to contact Ty.
0: I love that. Yeah.
1: So, um, do we want to do a prompt or just decide how that goes? Um uh, let's let's draw a prompt. Yeah, okay.
0: Because that even might that might point us even closer to who the actual murderer is.
1: Yeah, okay. Awesome. Um I guess it's is it my turn? Um Yes. Yeah, sure. It is. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> um so um I'm going to call this a major interaction, then. So I'll uh, yeah. I'll interpret cups. Um, so it says your avatar learns something about another relationship this character has. Um, so I'm going to say that um, uh, Ty and Maddie are close. So mm. um, uh, so actually, we'll say that. So the way this sort of goes is Babs realizes that. Um, she knows that there's a time loop happening. She knows that if she doesn't do anything, people are going to die. And she knows Mm -hmm. that Ty might know something, but she also doesn't want to sound like a crazy person. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, uh, she approaches Ty and like has, uh, this kind of conversation where she says, do you ever get the sense that things are repeating themselves or that you've done all of this before? Um, And I think at the start of that interaction, like, um, Ty is not quite sure where she's getting at. Um,
0: And just as kind of like, yeah, yeah, Maddie's talked about this before. You know, it gets repetitive. I get that. That's fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, But at that point, so... I'm going to say, Maddie. Uh, sorry, not ba- not Maddie. Um, Babs tells Ty uh, tries to like do it casually and says, "Yeah, I had I had the strangest dream last night," uh, and, dest- and describes this nightmare that she had. Um, and at that point, um, uh, Ty like starts to remember, um, and he he actually says, "Like I had a nightmare as well." Um, and the nightmare, it wasn't about that specific moment. Um, it was about, um, Maddie telling him to stay under his desk. (laughs) Um, Mm. and for some reason, like, um, he knows Maddie, he trusts Maddie, but at that moment, um, he thought, no, I can't do that. I've got to do the opposite. So we went outside Mm -hmm.
0: I love that. That's so good.
1: Mm. Uh, and in fact, I'm going to say so. He, then he remembers that moment and says it was Maddie that he spotted. So regardless of whether Maddie's the murderer or something else, um, she was the one outside um, that he spotted.
0: Mm, that's really good. So then I I want to flip a prompt because I think that I think the next thing that happens is an immediate confrontation with Maddie.
1: Yeah, I think so. Ooh. You've got the moon. (laughs) Ooh.
0: And that's a great one because I think like, I think what has happened is, uh, I think there's a bit of a, um, the only way I can really, there's a bit of a misunderstanding that leads to a superheroes, uh, fighting before they team up moment where like Maddie or Babs confronts Maddie and is like, I know what you did. You know, you killed me. And Maddie is kind of like, yeah, because I, because I was certain that you killed everyone else. And like, it's clear like they kind of like they kind of like tear into each other and fight like it's act, like there's a full on fist fight that erupts between the two of them mm. uh, before, which is when we realize that Maddie has been uh, like killing people that she thinks is the murderer. She's been like, at, like she's like, this is when we learn that Maddie knows that that's how you that's that's how that's the only way that they're going to get out of this. She's like, I don't know what's happening, but I know that it's tied to. She's, like, the one time uh, she, she she knows uh, that, that, like, if they can find this person, it's the only shot that they have at getting away, at surviving this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, um, I think the way she knows this is that she sent someone, like, she, she left someone a voicemail. And, like, that person, because they weren't in the building, they survived and they had that voicemail the next day. And they deleted it because they they because Maddie was like, I don't know what this is. I I don't remember making this. I must have been drinking, but um. So like there, but she has that one piece of evidence, right? She has that idea that like if someone survives, then they then they can move on past the day, even if they were involved in this. So it's it's so they fight and then they realize that they have to team up and find the murder.
2: Mm,
1: I like it. So. Um, this is normally the point when, um, Babs gets a call from Max. Um, mm-hmm. does that still happen? Or is it, or is there any, anything that Babs wants to say something to, um, Max? Um,
0: I think there, I think it's gotta be, she tells him to get the hell out of the building.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: And they haven't crossed paths today. So like. Max is like, how did you know I was here? And she's like, just listen to me and get the hell out of here.
1: So does does um does she say that before or after we normally have this uh, call?
0: I think she says it before. And, yeah. And, mm, mm. Max is just deeply confused.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Um, I think in that case, what I'm going to do is draw another card and say what happens okay. instead of that phone call. I love it. Yeah, okay. Knight of Wands, energy, passion, enthusiasm. Um, This is a Wands guard, so that would, again, normally be a letter or a phone call. Um, But I'm going to say, hmm, what would be interesting here? Because we still don't know as players who the murderer is, if not Maddie. Um, Hmm.
0: I think I have something, if I may. Go for it. I think she gets a call from Ty who has had, like, who has had a major revelation about, like, like, has found something. If it's about, like, passion and enthusiasm, I think, like, Ty has found something. Yeah. And, like, Ty, like, is almost about, like, this time, this time, I think even more so than a case of mistaken identity. I think, like, Ty has the identity and is so close to... And so I'm gonna throw this to you. We can go two options with it. It might be better to go with the shorter option, but I'm gonna leave it up to you, whichever one you feel is more satisfying. does Ty tell Babs who the murderer is or does he get murdered right before he says the name?
1: I think the latter I
0: got go. I think it's gotta be I want yeah. I was like I was like I was like the first one feels like an easy way to wrap it up, but the second one is the right option yeah so I think it's yeah I think he I think he almost says it and then
2: mm yeah. And
0: then is struck down.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Babs, I guess, runs back into the building um, mm-hmm. and goes to try and find Ty. Because um, he, he was so busy telling her about the murder that um, she doesn't even know where he is yeah. at this moment. Um, so I'm going to say that some murders are still happening because um, yep. we have not resolved that yet. Yeah. Um, Ty is one of them. I'm glad I drew that That's instead terrific. of having to redefine uh, <laughs> that card. Um, great. So, the people she finds are Sonia, Ty, and John. I'm going to say, so the first place that Babs would run to is that meeting room where yeah. she found them the other time. Um, but this time, the meeting room is empty. Um, mm-hmm. So... She keeps running, going to John's office as the second place. Um, and this is where she finds them. Um, so, I've got Seven of Cups. Cups is another character reacts strangely to the murder. Ooh, I want to say Max. Um, mm-hmm. I want to bring Max into this somehow. So, I think um, Max is about to go into a meeting with John when – Babs just like barrels past him, flings the door open, um, and reveals this horrible murder scene. Um, and Max follows after. Uh, and like, uh, I mean, he's he's stressed and surprised, but um, not not kind. Like something seems off about it. Um, Like, he's looking at Babs more than he's looking at the corpses. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you want to go again? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay.
0: (laughs) All right. We've got Max and we've got Sharon. Um, And and we've got the pentacles, which is uh, something has been stolen or left with the victim. Um, I think Max is starts to grill uh babs a little bit about like what she's doing like what what's happening they turn a corner uh sharon falls sharon like turns a corner as well falls forward with an axe in her back Ooh. (laughs) and i think um what has been left is um i think what has been stolen is uh sharon has as like as like the the team leader had like um kind of like personnel papers and reviews and stuff and like a folder of of paperwork that has been stolen like and the folder is like on the floor and there's papers that have been stolen from it
1: right okay so you drew max as well but um does max also die or what happens with max is he okay
0: (laughs) i think what happens is max um I think Babs just keeps running. Babs is like, we have to go. And Max stops to check on Sharon. And uh, Babs just hears Max's take. Like, hears Max scream and, like, um, mm. stops and curses under her breath. Like, she was like, we were so close. Like, we were so close. And Maddie, uh, Maddie runs, like, turns the corner, grabs her arm and is like, we're we're close but we're still not out of here get the fuck out of here <laughs>
1: <laughs> right okay um hmm i'm gonna draw the final card right. we have not resolved it yet <laughs> oh violet um did you say violet was just there and was it violet that was no no Was that Maddie? No, it was
0: Maddie. Maddie grabbed grabbed Babs by the arm because Maddie knows to get the hell out of here.
1: Right. Okay. Um, Then I'm going to say, because this is the same card we drew in that same order before, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to say that they run out again and Violet is dead in the same place. Um, But this time, so I drew the star, which is Major Arcana. The murder is unusually gruesome, showy, or ritualistic. Um, so this time, um, hmm.
0: Oh, I think I've got.
1: You want to su- say, suggest something? Yeah. Yeah, go for it.
0: Oh, 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 I think, I think I know who the murderer is. If I may. Go for it. <laughs> it's gotta be Lily.
1: Right. (laughs) I didn't see that coming. It's
0: it's gotta, I think, I think that they come out and, and Violet is like killed in this very specific way. The blood is splattered in this very specific way that like, um, I think, I think Maddie is, Maddie is like cursing under her breath. Like, God, we, we, we we weren't fast enough. We've got to figure this out. And Babs points at like the way that the blood is spread out in these kind of like patterns around around uh their around Violet's body, and they're like, This is level three. Yeah. Like this is the start of level three. Like this is this is the this is the scene of the murder on level three.
1: Mmm. I like it. That's great.
0: Which which we had said uh, off mic, and we need to, I need to put this in the episode that uh, Chronicles of the Blood Moon, uh, Night of the Full Moon is a time loop game, which means that uh, this is also a thing that happened in the third day of whatever murder this is of whatever like murder you're solving in in Chronicles of the Blood Moon. So I think like I think sh- uh, I think Babs is like this is level three, like this <laughs> is level three, a- and then Maddie looks and then like I think Babs sees Lily. Like with a with a weapon and like just before getting
2: murdered.
1: Mm. Sees Lily. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Um, same thing again, I guess, in terms of the um, messaging, but maybe in terms of the first thing the world sees, which is this message from the marketing manager. Um, uh, hmm, or is it? Um, I think. What if this it's time, Lily
0: giving the meth?
1: A- ah, that'd be interesting.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, what were you going? What were you going to say?
1: Well, I was just going to say. So Lily's outside now, splattered w- in blood with this weapon. Um, I think that people would notice that, even if they're like yeah. the officers a little bit out of the side. I, I think I, it I, is I like a little that. bit hard to miss. Um, this person. Um. So. Yeah, I think the first thing that the world hear, hears is actually the truth of this, which is yeah. um, this crazy woman with an axe being dragged away. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: I love that. I adore that. <laughs> yeah. Which brings us to, I think, our final loop. Um, I think we can probably skip a lot of the mechanics of it unless we want to go through part one again.
1: Um, I think the important thing is just deciding what does what does Babs do, really? Because um, at this point, yeah, I don't think we need to go through all these steps to try and figure out, like, what's happening. But um, so Babs, Babs wakes up in in her room, um, has this strange moment of deja vu, but very quickly realises what's going on, um, can remember almost perfectly what happens the previous loop.
0: Aye. I think what happens, what Babs does in this moment, is because um, I think what's happening is, they sh- is she hears the TV playing. She hears over your shoulder, sees the alien get killed, and then it, and then she re- she sees that the next uh, we see like we see and Babs has seen this previously. Uh, we see that the the T te- that the next scene is like that that was a flashback, and this is like a sort of a sort of a Predator like movie about like the one lone soldier that's gonna take on the alien, the alien menace that killed his best friend and what happens is we get like uh interspersed with a um like the the classic monster movie like arming up to fight the monster montage right we see babs babs uh arming up to take down to take down lily like so we get a shot of like this big soldier like Grabbing a gun, and she's put she like pulls a coffee like a coffee tray into her shirt to be like nobody's gonna stab me, and, yeah, and she's like getting the armored up and, and is like, like
1: grabs knives and stuff, yeah, yeah,
0: like stashing <laughs> knives, and uh, she she does stop and give Margie a phone call, yeah, and is like, hey, listen, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the day off, um, why don't we meet for lunch? How are you feeling about burritos?
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's meet for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So now that she's covered in knives and coffee table and suited up for battle, um, called her partner and said, let's meet for lunch. Um, what does Babs do? Because I feel like I she's think- got to confront. Um, she's got to confront. Wait, does, she, does she confront um, Lily or does she do something else?
0: I think I think it is I think she um she gets to the building. Uh she walks in. Um she walks in. John starts to give her greet John starts to give her a speech and she 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 throws she throws a middle finger and says, "You're out of here by noon." Uh John is very very flustered and does not fully know what that means yet. Um she walks up to Maddie, who is giving uh, Ty the same rundown. Slaps down a knife in front of her and is like, <laughs> "I know who it is. Let's go."
1: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and then, um, hmm. So Lily, at this point, doesn't know. Um, doesn't really know that the other people are realizing that the time loop is happening. Yeah, so I reckon Lily is just very casually like chatting with um with someone on the floor, um, mm-hmm. when Babs and um and Maddie walk up with <laughs> knives,
0: <laughs> and I think Lily's demeanor changes in an instant, right? Like goes full like because I think like there's this there's that moment of uh. Well, I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, there's that moment of like where you simply, I think, in Lily's position, there's no moment where she does she doesn't see two employees walking up to her in knives, <laughs> one of whom is visibly wearing like cookware and padding under her <laughs> under her her clothes. I don't think there's a w- way that she sees that and doesn't like have it all click in an instant. Yeah. <laughs> And so I think, like, then what we get is, like, the bloody climax of our- of our story, which is just, like, all three of these- all three of these people just- just beating the hell out of each other through this (laughs) office building.
1: (laughs) Hmm, okay. I like it, um, but it is interesting, so- because no one else knows what's going on, so- Yeah. Um- I'm going to say, I mean, given there's two slash three of them, well, I mean, if Ty was helping out, um, so there's Mm -hmm. three against one, so strong as Lily might be, I think she's going to get beaten. Um,
0: Yeah. I do think she has supernatural (laughs) strength as part of this whole blood ritual thing, but uh, I do think that she gets taken down.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But then the rest of the office is just watching this scene- where these Mm -hmm. three people just are punching and stabbing this person, which, yeah, I mean, like, Lily probably displays a bit of a supernatural strength. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining she can, like, throw Ty and he just flies Mm -hmm. back and hits a desk or something. But what the hell do they think? (laughs) Uh,
0: I think there's definitely a scene where John watches this over his shoulder and is like, what in the hell is happening? And Max just very calmly is like, Oh, I'm not really sure. Also, you know you're laid off, right? <laughs> and scene. <laughs> um, I think and I think what happens is I think the uh I think the bittersweet ending is if I if I can throw out our closing shot, I think we cut to the burrito restaurant. It's 12 30. Margie is sitting there, she's ordered the food, she's waiting, and Babs walks up covered in blood. Mmm. Plops down in front of her. There are there are lights in the distance, there are police lights in the distance. Margie, like, we just see Margie's face, like, in just shock and horror, and Babs is like, You'll all thank me tomorrow.
1: Mmm. And scene.
0: <laughs> and scene. I think that's. I think that's game. Awesome, yeah. That, that was, was great. <laughs> what a good story! Oh my goodness, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. That was a blast.
1: I just really love that ending because it. I mean it. It really makes you think what the hell happens afterwards because. Um, uh-huh. I mean, if other people remember the time loop, they're no issue. But um, if not, then this scene is so bizarre.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it mm. is it is it is the ultimate like it is the ultimate what happens next ending and i'm very happy about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh this game rules turns oh, out you. this game owns
1: <laughs> yeah thanks for playing it's um it's fun because every every time i've played has been just a totally different experience um because you can yeah i mean this this ending was very bittersweet you can have a re- mm-hmm sad and miserable ending where the time loop never ends. You can have a really mm-hmm. epic ending with a showdown. Um or like there's some there's all sorts of yeah. endings and all sorts of different genres. So um this was fun. <laughs>
0: this was so much fun. Mm. This was so great. Oh thank you so much for playing this with me. Thank you for coming on the show. This was a blast.
1: Thank you. Yeah. No, I mean I it, I had a great time uh and yeah hope uh hope to play again sometime. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find you and your work online?
1: Uh, so I'm Luciella E.S. on both Twitter and H.I.O. Uh, you can find this game there. You can find a bunch of other games there. And eventually I will probably release something new. Um, so yeah, follow me and find out.
0: Uh, well, thank you so much for doing the show. This was an incredible experience. And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take it, future me. <sighs> okay, that worked. Thanks, Pass Me, and thanks again to Luciella for coming on to the show. That game was everything that I wanted it to be, and I'm I'm so glad that we got to play it, and I just uh, delighted from beginning to end. Be sure to head to luciellaes.itch.io for your own copy of Cage of Sand, or you can check the show notes for a link to the game directly, and be sure to follow Luciella on Twitter at LuciellaES. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash partyofonediscord. Head to our merch store at bit.ly slash partyofonemerch. And support the show financially at patreon.com slash jeffstormer and ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer. Uh, you can also support the other podcasts that I produce every week, All My Fantasy Children which is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast on the OneShot Podcast Network, in which every week, my best friend Aaron Catano sighs and I take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at OneShotPodcast.com. Uh, Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran featuring the d Sluggers. And the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates coming on the show as a guest or about press coverage of the show, you can email me at partyof1podcast at gmail.com. And I think, I think, that's the end of the episode. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody. Now,
2: no, 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 no.